Hi, I'm Britt. And my name is Alyssa. And this is Skeletales. And this is the podcast where we strive to answer the age-old question of, is my dead grandma watching me? Alyssa, you know when you decide to co-host a podcast where you discuss paranormal topics and end up talking a little shit about your grandma a little bit? Oh. Then, right before you start recording, your house is surrounded by crows, a dark cloud looms over your house, and your nose starts bleeding and won't stop. (laughs) Yes, I do. So specific, and it is your dead grandma, Alyssa. Uh, She's haunting your ass. Okay, grandma, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, when grandma makes my flowers bloom and um, softly caresses my cheek while I'm falling asleep and um, watches my children get on the bus. Are those nice things? What are nice things? I'm sorry. That's right. Just keep it, keep it going. Grandma loves to hear all that stuff. Oh my God. I definitely <laughs> thought you were talking about you for a minute. And I was like, holy shit, you have crows around your house too, Britt? God. Oh my God. Your nose is bleeding yeah, obnoxiously. Is, you didn't tell me. I know my nose. I, what is happening? It's the fucking Robin. I'm like, I, 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 the, that Robin is my grandma, or it's like my evil grandma. I don't know what it is. It is a demon in Bad feathers. omens all around. And it won't oy, stop. Oy. Once it goes away, everything, the world will be right. Otherwise, I don't know. I just got to wait this out. Oh, Alyssa's no. got a wad of tissues next to her in case her nose busts out with blood again. I know. We're ready. Like, I haven't had a bloody nose. I had a bloody nose when I was pregnant with Milo, I think. And that was insane. I, I think I had like 20 bloody noses in one day. It was like I, I had a cold and every time I sneezed, it would just gush blood. Like, I could not do anything <laughs> like an entire day, but like tend a bloody nose. Regardless, as a child, I had a lot of bloody noses. Odin gets bloody noses. But as an adult, it's much more unsettling to look in the mirror. I'm like, <gasps> that's the perfect word, unsettling. Unsettling. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, Odin, walk it off. You're fine. You're fine. That's a fifth one today. You're fine. Walk it off. Me, I get one in three years, and I'm like, do Cancer. I have leukemia? What is wrong? Brain, brain seizures. <laughs> brain seizures. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll survive. Hopefully, I will survive. I always think it's good to like get rid of a little blood. I don't know. It feels healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't do leeches anymore, yeah. so maybe it's like, Just, like you know, bleed the it out. Let a little bleed blood out. get out that bad humors and the bile and shit, oh, I guess. Mercy. Alyssa, do we just talk about bloody noses and cursed grandmas? Yeah, pretty much. We talk about true tales of the strange, unusual, and paranormal. That's right. Um, We are actually coordinated this weekend. We have a theme that we are talking about. We are talking about celebrity hauntings. Dun, 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 dun. I realized that celebrity is very objective because it was hard. Like, I was like, never heard of this person. Never heard of this person. So um, I, there might be people that we talk about that you've never heard of or we would talk about that we've never heard of. But apparently they're celebrities. So I had more fun researching this than I thought I would. I'll admit. Yeah. It, it, and when I was going through, I yeah, I didn't know 75% of these quote-unquote celebrities. Yeah. Uh, so I just picked the ones that I actually knew. 
But yeah, I had some fun too. Apparently, some TV show stole our idea for this week's theme. <laughs> what? 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, like in 2004. Like, what the fuck? I'd blame time travelers. There Apparently, there's a whole TV show, Celebrity... What is it called? Go- celebrity Ghost Stories? Yeah, I, I think, think that's it is Celebrity it is. Ghost Stories. I um, think you're right. <laughs> it was a hard one not to get sucked into, I'll be honest. It was very hard. I kind of got distracted and then went down a couple of holes. I watched half of an episode of one. I was like, I don't have time for this whole series. <laughs> and then the one I actually watched was uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, I wanted to see that one. Is it good? Uh, I know. Okay. Uh, was it good? Was it good? Was it good? No, fuck him. <laughs> my final answer. Perfect. Um, yeah. It, I, so, so you'll have to watch the show because Alyssa is not talking about that story tonight. I've never been a fan of Marilyn Manson. Like never, ever was I a fan of him anyway. But then I know lately he's been in the news for very bad, evil things. And essentially oh. the reason he has all this evilness and wickedness in him. And this was recorded previous to all the current allegations from like his fiancés and girlfriends and whatnot is because of his experience with a, a Ouija board or no, it wasn't a Ouija board. It was um, reading from the Necromonicon, the Necromonicon. Do you know oh, what that is? The Book of the Dead. The, yeah. The necro Necromancy. That's like someone who does that, right? I don't well, know. no, the I Necromonicon is supposedly like a the like the devil's book or something, and you open the, a portal to the nether oh. world or something. And oh, a lot that of sounds, that sounds pretty spot on for him. Have you ever seen the movie um, Evil Dead? With the yes, okay, a long time ago, and he has like no hand in the 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 chainsaw hand, and then it was like a TV <laughs> show, and um, there's the book there that has that like skin face that's like an yeah. evil face. That's the Necromonicon. Okay, so anyways, that's his story. He got bullied or something. Tried to make friends with his bully. Got shown some like um, slaughtered animals in the loft of a of a farm, and then got scared away and gotten taken to this cellar in the middle of the woods where they read from the Necromonicon. And then when he was reading the passages, he heard whispers surrounding him and everything. And then they got out of there. And then the next morning, they decide to go back to the cellar to go get the book and go put it back because he felt like evil things. They'd release something evil. And then when they went back to the clearing where the cellar was, um, because it was like the foundation of an old house or something, it wasn't there. And he thinks that that is why he has evil inside him and has done the awful things that he has done in his life, but didn't name those awful things. And then mm-hmm. everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? He actually like kind of it's admitted just a this shit. Yeah, exactly. Don't blame the devil. That's fuck <laughs> cop out. <laughs> Pop out for sure. Marilyn Manson. Anyway. Well, we're not talking about yeah. him, that asshole Shitty tonight. Story. Well, we are. <laughs> Just oh, to boy. tell him that he sucks. So, he anyway. Sucked. I only watched one episode, and it was about Loretta Lynn. So, okay. I'm going to talk about her tonight. All right. See, oh, I yeah. don't... Wait. Okay, wait. Can you give me a taste of Loretta Lynn? She's oh, a singer, right? I am so glad you asked. Okay. And absolutely, I will. So I first heard of Loretta Lynn when I watched the award-winning movie, Cold Miner's Daughter. Not cold. Coal Miner's Daughter. Have you heard of this movie from the 80s? No. It's got Sissy Spacek and 
Shit. I love him so much. John Travolta. No. <laughs> um, oh, damn it. Steven Seagal. Why did I not write this Sylvester down in Stallone. My Arnold Schwarzenegger. Burt Reynolds. Um, I'm thinking Tommy 80s. Lee Jones. Oh, okay. Sissy Space like Tommy Lee Jones. Anyways, not about them at all. She's the ultimate rags to riches gal. She was born in 1932, one of eight children. They lived in this tiny little shack. Her dad's a coal miner, obviously. She ends up marrying when she was 15 years old to a man named Doolittle, or she called him Do though for short. They'd only known each other for one month. His first name is Doolittle? No, that's his nickname is oh, Doolittle. And then they okay, nickname okay, okay. the nickname to the do. do. Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a real Southern thing to do. To do. Uh, <laughs> oh, so uh, Loretta and Do end up having six kids together. While she was struggling with motherhood, being a housewife, Do buys her a $17 guitar. And she teaches herself to play. And he encourages her to play in public. And so she starts playing in clubs. She puts a band together with her brother. And they end up uh, doing this televised talent contest where they she sings and plays her guitar. And they win. She wins a wristwatch. Um, but it also, since it's televised, catches the eye of some music producer. They bring her on board. She starts making albums. And the rest is history. She's like super famous. So um, Loretta says that she's always been sensitive to spirits. And she started seeing them when she was 10. And she thought everyone else saw them. Until she realized she'd talk about it and they would look at, like, at her like she was crazy. <clears throat> so sometime in the 1950s, she's already married. Um, she has this dream where she walks into the room and her dad's laying in a coffin wearing this particular suit. And she knew right away in her dream that her father had passed away in real life. Oh. She ends up waking up with a jolt at 4 a.m. She wakes up Do, and she says, Do, my daddy's dead. And he says, you just had a nightmare, you know, go back to sleep. Well, at 5 a.m., a neighbor comes over, knocks on the door and says, hey, we've got a call for you over at our house. This is in the 50s, and they did not have a phone in their house at the time. So they go over to the, she goes over to the neighbor's house. It's her mom. Her dad has indeed passed away. When she goes to the funeral, he's wearing that same exact suit that she had dreamt about that night. Fun fact, I found out, um, not from the TV show, but just researching, her dad died from the black lung from working in the coal mines. Oh, shit. How sad is that? And he was like in his early 50s, I think. Jeez. So fast forward, zoop, to the 60s. At this point, she's had several records out. She's like crazy famous. Her and Dew are doing a Sunday drive. And she sees this old plantation and is instantly drawn to it. And they end up buying it. It's the Hurricane Mills Plantation, which is about 40 miles west of Nashville. So not too long after she buys the house, they end up actually buying the whole town (laughs) of Hurricane Mills. (laughs) And, um, you know, because she's rich as shit and why not? Um, so a little bit about the house. It was built in 1876, and it was used as a hospital during the Civil War. Oh, okay. Stop right there. Haunted as fuck. Oh, so haunted. You know what you're I getting think... into when you buy oh, something yeah. like that. Okay. 
But she's had, the, you know, she's not afraid of spirits. True. She's used to them. Okay. They've been around. So shortly after they buy it, her mother comes out for a visit. And they're walking around the property. And her mother stops by the water's edge of this river. And she says, Loretta, one of your kids is going to drown here. All this water isn't good. And Loretta dismisses her and she says, all my kids know how to swim. It's going to be fine. And her mom is really distraught like she'd had a vision or something. But Loretta dismisses her. She's confident in her kids' swimming abilities, brushes it off. But other strange things would happen in the house. Like um, on lining the staircase, she had all of her records that she'd put out. She'd walk up the stairs, go into a room, come back out, and they would be all of them disheveled, all turned any which way. And she said it would be an instant. So she'd straighten them all, go back into the other room, come out, and they'd be all be disheveled again. Never did the records stay straight. Um, she had she has twin daughters, and they shared a room together. And both twins continually told them that they had a woman in white who would come into their room every night, stand by their bed, and watch them sleep. And both girls saw it and it wouldn't it would happen to both of them at different times so it's not like the woman would i don't know choose whichever twin they wanted she wanted to stare at stare at them yeah <laughs> today it's your turn <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, um what if they so, did like an eeny meeny miny mo a really creepy spooky you get to be meeny, stared at miny mo and then points oh. at them and stares like i ah. that's unsettling <laughs> Um, so her son, Jack, had an experience in the house as well. He was laying on the bed. I'm guessing he was taking a nap because he was fully dressed and had on his boots. And he had his dog in the room with him. Suddenly, someone starts yanking the boots off of his feet really hard. So hard, it's pulling him off the bed. Jack's dog starts barking and barking. Jack opens his eyes and sees that it's a Civil War era soldier pulling his boots off the dog's freaking out the dog lunges at this soldier and just runs right through it because clearly it's a ghost <laughs> the dog does not make contact um loretta would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes hearing somebody walking up and down the stairs she'd wake up do dude do you hear that do you hear someone walking on the stairs and he claims that he never did but she goes he knew <laughs> he knew so there was one time when loretta was on tour and she got really ill so sick that they admitted her to the hospital and hooked her up to an IV. And while she was there, she had fallen asleep where she had this terrible dream where she lost her son. When she woke up, uh, oh, she was woken up by Dew coming in her hospital room. He tells her that their son Jack had been riding his horse and went to cross the river with the horse and something happened. He was knocked off the horse and drowned in the river on the property. Oh, no. So this premonition that her mom had had all those years ago ended up coming true with her adult son, Jack. Now, she's absolutely devastated by this. And in the interview from the show, she said, that's all I'm going to talk about that. She just like, you could just see the pain still on her face. Oh, and she yeah. just didn't even want to talk about it at all. Now, 
Sometime shortly after this, she was walking up to her house and she looks up on the balcony and she sees this woman wearing a white nightgown and she looks incredibly distraught and she's wringing her hands and she just looks so upset. So Loretta walks in the house and asks one of the housemaids, who's here to visit? You know, do you, you know, who's up there? And the housemaid said, I'm the only one in the house. No one else is here. And Loretta remembered her twin daughters talking about this woman in white. She knew that's got to be that same woman. So then she's like determined. She wants to find out who this woman is. So she's asking around and she asks one of these neighbors if they knew about who owned the house and anything about a woman. And they, they apparently kept this album of like previous residents of the plantation because it's, I mean, it's a big estate. It's pretty, pretty big. So she's going through this album and right there is a photo of the woman. Her name is Beulah Anderson, and she is the wife of Mr. Anderson, who is the man who built the plantation. The story goes that Beulah had a baby boy who died when he was very young, and she was absolutely and utterly devastated and would just cry all of the time. So Loretta ends up having a medium come to the property, and the medium told Loretta that this woman, Beulah, is waiting for her child and she's distressed because she she feels like she can't move on to the next, you know, realm or heaven or whatever because she, you know, needs to have her baby and find her baby. And so um the medium told Loretta that she has to go talk to this woman and tell her that her baby's already moved on and that she needs to move on too. And uh and so Loretta said, "Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Now, Loretta, just this month, like five days ago, she turned 90 years old. Oh. And she is still making country music. Um, I think it was, um, oh, who's that that one chick who won America, I, American Idol? Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Country. Yeah. She just did something with her recently in 2021. So, yeah. She's an awesome rock star. She's got this be- the best country twang. Great honky tonk. I love it. Okay. Okay. That soldier pulling Mm -hmm. at, it was her son's boots, right? Uh huh. Yeah. The one who drowned. Yeah. Wait, was he sleeping in boots? Yeah. I think he was taking a a nap. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't understand. And his cowboy hat tipped over his head. But, and you said it was a hospital, right? It was a, a, during Civil yeah, War during hospital. the Civil War, they had transformed the plantation into a hospital for soldiers. I feel like he was about to lose his leg, like pull off those boots, amputate, amputate, amputate. Oh, like that's what I, I didn't feel even like. Think about that's, that. That like it was so routine because you see those pictures of like piles of boots or piles of legs yes. in boot, like right, <laughs> like they're just trying to get the business piles done. Of legs with boots yeah. on them. <laughs> um, they're just trying to get that done, and it was like chop, chop 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 so you know what my theory was is that um it's impolite to sleep with shoes on a bed like that's kind of like a rude thing to do like you just don't put shoes on a bed and i think someone was like eh, you can't do that rude and was like pulling the shoes off maybe if it was Possibly. the woman in white i would think that but you're right maybe if it's the soldier it's more of a yeah, choppy, choppy. Like choppy, they just, chop, chop. That, they couldn't stop. They were overwhelmed with the couldn't number stop of the chop. legs that they had to cut off. 
damn, you did some good research on Loretta Lynn, man. That's like, I didn't think we Shoot, were doing I that. I only did with Loretta. Today. I didn't research anybody else, just so you know. Okay. I, I figured I figured a lot of people weren't super, as familiar with her, unless if they'd seen the movie. Uh, so yeah, I did not do that with the rest of my yeah. celebrities. I See, I have no idea about the movie. I just know her name. Like, I just know the name, and I knew she was yeah. like a country singer, and, that, and that's where it ended. Um, it is her. a phenomenal movie. It's from the 80s, but don't let that turn you off from it. I highly recommend it to everybody. Okay, okay. I might watch that. I might watch it. Okay, so my first, are we ready for my first haunting? Oh, I'm trying to think. so ready. What one should I do? I've got one from, let's stay country. Let's stay okay. country, okay? <sighs> Shit, what the hell just happened? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Johnny Cash. It's not Johnny Cash. Patsy Cline. Why can't I read this? I think I might Merle need Haggard. to read it on my phone. <laughs> let's stay country and <laughs> we're, we're staying <laughs> we're just staying let's stay country just stay country so um on friday part of the reason i have this bloody nose is because i got stupid dehydrated from like not drinking water i think on friday because we went uh-huh. to some racetrack to do like tarmac road racing get road racing experience to like bulk up my driving resume a little oh, bit nice. and um I had no idea what I was getting into. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'll learn to drive fast on roads, which I do anyway. But like, I thought I was yeah. going to learn some skills. Like rally racing is like drifting around corners and yeah. this and that. So I don't know. I just thought it was a classroom. I get there and my instructor, Robin, who is a lovely fella, I think his name is Luke because his jacket was green because I'm crazy. And that's <laughs> I cannot like say the right name. I have no idea why. <laughs> Anyway, his name was Robin, and he's like, okay, well, let me just show you around the track, okay? Like, I've got to bleed these brakes or whatever. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I'll hop in. Get in the car. This Porsche, this, like, $200,000 Porsche, not mine, everybody, just FYI, hops onto this racetrack. We are going no shit. Immediately, 140 miles an hour. It was like NASCAR shit, and then he's up on the ass of other drivers and then he's got a pass and everyone's doing this like fucking 12 inch passing thing and we're right next to this wall and we are going literally 140 miles around this miles an hour around this racetrack and I was like oh my god I'm gonna die like what the fuck am I this I don't want to do this like was my initial reaction I'm like I did not know what I was getting into this is what I'm trying to do today (laughs) what the fuck it was much more fun to drive it also our little race car goes like 96 tops so i it was fun after that anyway so my first ghost story is from dale earnhardt jr because i almost joined his daddy on friday isn't his didn't his daddy (laughs) die (laughs) yeah sure did sure did (laughs) is how i felt terrifying terrifying um i don't really watch nascar at all at all but i do know who dale earnhardt jr is and i'm sure other people do too you know right yeah you knew his daddy died Okay. I, I I live in Texas. Do you like NASCAR? Are you a NASCAR no, a- head? Absolutely not. No, okay. they just go in circles. Sorry to offend everybody who loves it, but yeah, people are really. I mean, into they're it. fast circles, <laughs> but it's a circle. <laughs> it's a circle. I mean, it's just fun. I like driving fast, but like watching other people. I mean, you don't sit at the highway and watch people drive, right? <laughs> like. I do. You do. Oh shit! Right as if you do, <laughs> or like train spotting is a thing. What do you mean? People like you sit and like... spot trains. That's literally what it comes from. People sitting by a railroad track and like spotting trains and recording the trains they see. Oh really? That's a thing. Yeah. Pause. I mean, 
are they toddlers? Because that was certainly a thing. Like every time a train went by with my toddler, they'd be like, (gasps) are they toddlers? (laughs) They might be. I have not looked into that. Okay. So yeah, my story is from Dale Earnhardt Jr. And he wrote into the hotbox and he says, dear Skeletals, when I wrecked the Corvette in 2004 (laughs) in Sonoma and it caught fire, somebody pulled me out of that vehicle. And I thought that it was a corner worker because I felt somebody put their hands under my armpits and pull me out of that vehicle. I didn't get out. I don't have any memory of myself climbing out of the car. And I remember sort of moving like in motion, like going to lean forward and trying to climb out of the vehicle. And then somebody grabbed me under the armpits and pulled me up over the door bars and then let go of me. And I fell to the ground. And there's pictures of me laying on the ground next to the vehicle. I know that when I went to the hospital, I was like, who pulled me out of that vehicle? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I think I might wet my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Okay. I got to say thanks to that person. Because it was a hand. It was a physical hand grabbing me. I felt it. And there was nobody there. And you know what? That was probably the closest thing I've ever had to a paranormal encounter. Oh, my God. The end. Best story you've ever done. That's so good. So good. My eyes are like literally watering a little bit. I'm crying. That was hard. Well, I think I nailed it. That was 100% his dad. Da- what year did De- Earnhardt die? The oh, daddy? back in the 90s. Like, oh, okay. I want to say 97, 98. Okay, okay. Now I want to see if I'm right. Man, you're like our country go-to source. All the country <laughs> questions. Ask Brett. <laughs> oh, I was not right. 2001. Okay, still. Oh, so this was just like three years after. He said this happened in 2004. Yeah, so three years after his daddy died. <gasps> oh, yeah. Died. That's... That, Daddy's spirit was fresh following his son on the track. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then this reminded me of um, your mom going, like getting, right? She was in the water. Oh, in the water. Yes. And getting bogged down and then having a hand grab her and pull her out. And I've heard several stories like this now. Well, we've talked about, we've (laughs) talked about the possibility too of um, crazy time travel where it's like, maybe you go back in time and you're like, oh, I would have died there. And then you save yourself. Oh, shit. I like that idea. I like if this is the hand of God one. Also, we're referencing a lot of old episodes right now. I am. Yeah. I'm doing it. (laughs) The one where your friend had a hand appear out of nowhere and then go (laughs) boop. And that was their one hand of God experience. (laughs) They're like, you know what? I got just the thing. I know how I'm using mine. (laughs) <laughs> good old boop. good old boop boop yeah okay so i i am going to stay along the same vein of uh i wouldn't say he's country but he does have a texas accent it is our good pal matthew mcconaughey <gasps> oh texan extraordinaire hey 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 oh wow i can't do it. be cooler if you did yeah oh man he's so great hey, hey. So I <laughs> I have sources from two different places regarding Matthew's haunted experience. And the first one I am sharing is from the Irish Examiner, which I chose because we love our Irish. 
Heck yeah, Let's we do. Tales. Yes. Also, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I want to just say good day to all those Irish listeners out there. G- good day. Sure. And that's Australian. Uh, are you sure about that? No. Brit? No. <laughs> top of the day. Top of the morning. Top, top that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> top of the morning. Too, super Irish. I'm pretty sure they all say that over there. It's not just a top lucky of the morning charm too, yeah. little guy. Top of the morning. <laughs> To our dear listeners. Oh man, I want to go. They're going to hate there. us. They're turning it off Let's right now. Let's go drink some stout beers and just hang out in Ireland. Yeah, okay. Love it. Back to our man, Matthew McConaughey. <clears throat> Irish Examiner says Matthew McConaughey believes his house is haunted. The star was once arrested for smoking marijuana naked while playing bongo drums. He says he discovered a ghost in his new Hollywood home. Uh, when he staged initiation rituals in the bedroom, and initiation rituals is in quotes. When I first moved in there, I had a tent and I put it up on the floor of the upstairs bedroom with my sleeping bag and my dog. He tells the internet site teenhollywood.com. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even keep his <laughs> That's when I first saw Madame Blue. The first night I'm hearing noises, I'm hearing bass sounds, wood moving and coyotes. But then I heard this sound like a dime dropping from 10 feet off the ground onto a glass table. I popped out of bed and went, that's too much trouble, man. That's (laughs) man-made and that was not in the house. He went to investigate. I'm running around buck naked. I go downstairs and there's nothing there, but I've seen her since. She has no problems with me. We get along just fine. She's a cool ghost. Maybe me being nude all the time is why we get along. (laughs) God, he's just gold. I love him. Also, not sure if those are actual quotes from him, but I also sourced from People magazine. And he says, I was not even under the influence and she was there. She wasn't that happy. It didn't seem like she was going to be much fun to hang around or have in my house. So I went ahead and stood my ground. I opened the door and said, you can move around all you want, but I'm not going anywhere. For weeks, everyone that came to the house said the same thing. There's someone down that hall. There is somebody down that hall. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. One. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I was waiting for him to grab the bongos, though, in the whole story. Like, when did the bongos come in? Because I assumed. I think, I think that's the Irish examiner setting the tone for Matthew okay, to be okay. like, this is who we're dealing with. Someone okay. who was once arrested for smoking marijuana <laughs> while playing the bongos. This is who we're talking about. And then they tell the ghost okay, story. Okay, because then I was like, wait, and they, that's what they, that's how they, I got my lines crossed. Because I'm like, they mentioned that in the teen Hollywood, what was the, what was that source? <laughs> teen Hollywood Reporter teen or whatever. Hollywood.com. Yeah, I'm like, why are they talking about a naked dude smoking weed in this teen magazine or teen <laughs> website? That's kind of weird. Um, but also that whole thing was bullshit. If we want to talk about it, didn't he like answer his door? He was in his house naked, playing the bongos, smoking weed, mm-hmm. and then gets arrested. Bullshit. I don't even remember that happening at all. I vaguely um, remember, but it. I 
if he was arrested for anything, it's absolute bullshit because Matthew McConaughey is a god. Yeah, immune. Immunity. Full immunity. immunity. Um, From naked bongo playing. I wonder if he was like, well, it's just me and my ghost. Nobody's here but the ghost. Me and my ghost playing, smoking some weed with my ghost. Bongos. <laughs> I just love what he say. He says, Madame Blue. Maybe me being nude all the time is why we get along. I know, right? <laughs> he's just walking around the house naked and she is happy about it. Yeah. Like, was he play- like playing bongos for the ghost? I really, oh. I can't extract also, this image he, from. The- he set, he sets up a tent upstairs with his dog. For the initiation ritual? Like, what the fuck is he up to? Matthew, right into the hot box. Please, we need more. Yes, I have questions, Matthew. Please write us. We need to know. Yeah. Is he your neighbor down there or something? Yeah, Matthew. Matthew's in Austin all the time. I don't know if he lives here or not, but he loves UT. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Hang out by the moon tower. Oh, he's a professor at UT. Of what? I think he might. Ghosts? Naked? Penis? Bongo playing a Bongo, there we go. <laughs> That's right. Okay, well, I like that. That's Southern. Am I going to keep this Southern streak going? Let's see. I don't know. Let's see. Who what what do I have? I don't remember. No, I'm not. My next story does not um, is not Southern, but it is Irish. <gasps> so yes, look at us following a vein. A, a I love theme. it. Although, yes. ugh, I don't think that the, uh, Lily Collins is the actress. I don't think she's Irish. Who's Lily Collins? I don't know her. She's in um, the show that I haven't seen, Emily in Paris. Is she the main one? Yes. Oh, okay. I've watched that show. That's Lily Collins. And so she had a paranormal experience while staying in Dublin. And this is from the Independent, the Irish newspaper website, The Independent. And it says, Hollywood actress Lily Collins said she was haunted by a ghost of a seven-year-old girl while staying in Dublin. Okay. She was staying in the Shelburne Hotel while on location. And she told Jimmy Fallon while she was on his show that she felt a presence in her hotel room, or more specifically, a person. She says, I open my eyes and I hear a giggle. And then I feel a rush of air across my body, and I heard all these doors slamming, like fire doors, the ones you don't hear opening, three of them. And there were three doors outside of my room, the 24-year-old actress said. Lily, who is the daughter of singer Phil Collins, spoke to the staff the following morning about the incident. She said that she was then told stories about a ghost named Mary Masters. Mary is believed to be seven years of age and is said to haunt the hotel's sixth floor, which is where Lily was staying. Mary Masters is believed to have died from a cholera outbreak in 1846 and was believed to have lived in the buildings which now house the Shelbourne Hotel. Legend has it that she refuses to leave. Over the years, Mary has reportedly been sighted in the basement of the hotel by staff stocking the wine cellar or doing the laundry. Mary's name has never appeared on any kind of register in relation to the Shelbourne. It's believed a medium obtained her identity some years ago. It appears Mary has never hampered business for the Shelbourne. A lot of celebrities have visited this hotel over the years. Here's hoping Mary the ghost doesn't disturb their sleep. 
Okay, so Lily Collins has also in um, a movie about uh, Ted Bundy, apparently. Ooh. She was in the uh, 2019 Tendy. Nope. Ted Bundy. Tendy. <laughs> if he was in Ted a relationship. Yeah, if he was like in a relationship with himself. So she played Ted Bundy's girlfriend on this Mm-hmm. His ex-girlfriend, Elizabeth Clofer. And she said that she was woken up by flashes of images like the aftermath of a struggle every night at 3.05 a.m. while filming. And I discovered that 3 a.m. is the time when the veil between the realms is the thinnest and one can be visited. I didn't feel scared. I felt supported. I felt like people were saying, we're here listening. We're here to support. Thank you for telling the story. There we go. That's terrifying. Right? Well, to, like have those flashes. I mean, actors immer- immerse themselves in a role, though. So I wonder if she had like was had been researching, and it was just like steeped in her brain. And then maybe three o- o'clock. Maybe they were trying to come through. It had been terrifying to be Ted Bundy's girlfriend or ex girlfriend, and like wonder Ooh. how many times he thought about killing you. Right? Oh my god! Like I know. I know. And why didn't he kill the girlfriend? Oh, yeah. I don't know enough about That's Bundy. I just know that story. he was very nearby here. And um, I think I watched that. I think I watched that. Um, oh, that, that movie? Show. Yeah, it was like a... Oh, because Zach Zach, Zach, F, Zach uh-huh. Efron. Oh, he fucking nailed it, man. It was Bundy. It was, yeah, he did a good job. I didn't watch it, but I think he's cute. Zac Efron, that's my comment on that. Does he have any good I mean, stories? he's charming, so it was perfect for Bundy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Bun- Bundy, everyone's always like, Bundy was so a handsome killer. He wasn't that handsome. Gonna, like, yeah, I mean, why are we feeding his killers go, ego like, here? Like, why shouldn't we? Well, I know, like, that's be- what was so messed up about it, and that's that's what happened, you know, at the time of it, too, is he had his fangirls and everything. It was very weird. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, no. Hey, do you have another let- story? <laughs> <laughs> Not in Ireland, but on the island of New Zealand. The land of Jermaine Clements. If this is a uh, Jermaine Clements story, just just I knock wish me out. Jermaine, please send us your ghost stories. Please, please, please. Not Jermaine. Okay. Peter Jackson. Oh. Creator of Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, that's a good. That was a Peter good, Jackson. That was that's a good New Zealand accent. That's oh, decent. Thank you. Uh, I get some of this from the Washington Post, just you know, to credit some people. Okay. It happened five years ago when he and Frances Walsh, his wife, were staying in an apartment in a small town in New Zealand. Fran had just gone to the kitchen to make coffee, and Jackson was laying in bed eyes open, about to get up. Suddenly, the bedroom doors fly open and a dark-haired woman walks into the room. I kind of knew it was a ghost, Jackson says. She had her hands down stiffly by her side, and I sort of felt that she had a knife, but it was weird because I couldn't see her hands. It was like you were shooting through a filter that dissolves everything at the bottom. The experience lasted only an instant, ending with the visitor rising in the air and passing through a wall. She wasn't walking, you know. She was just drifting, gliding. 
I'd guess you'd say, but her face was all twisted up and locked into a scream, he recalls. A horrible, silent scream. (sighs) Jackson's first reaction was to feel terrified. I sat in bed and thought, have I really seen that? Then Fran came in. I told her about it, and the first thing she said was, was it the woman with the screaming face? (gasps) Fran had seen the same woman in the same room about two years before. Oh my goodness. Wait, isn't it so good? (laughs) What it sounds like to me is a banshee. What I picture, but it wasn't screaming. But that's like that's that's like the imagery. It's totally a a wild woman with like banshee, but she should be ill intentions. Yeah, but like all the Irish and you know English prisoners and stuff were sent down to those parts. So who's to Uh say a banshee didn't travel down there with them and get transported? Yeah, one of those pirate ships. She just yeah, someone accidentally packed her away. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I like that one. That's good, and I love the wife saw it a few like years beforehand. See, I know it's always so much better when there's somebody else that says, "Oh, I saw that shit." Too. Yeah, confirms that you're not crazy, yes, and it's like, oh exactly. my gosh. Did I have I spoken on the podcast about the Titanic crew getting poisoned? Yes. Okay, because that's that's a story that I remember about P- Peter Jackson. Oh yeah, that was just recently. I just said a couple weeks ago how they wait. All- he didn't direct that, did he? T- Titanic. Yeah. I'm almost positive it was him. No. Yes. It was some Good scrawny eye. white dude. Wait, is that not Peter? Who directed Isn't Titanic? Pa- Peter Jackson not white? Titanic Fat was directed white dude. by James Cameron. James Cameron. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Again, celebrities. I- <laughs> We're really not qualified Peter to Jackson, do this episode. <laughs> James Cameron. They both have C's in their name. Okay. Well, that was irrelevant. Anyway. Great story. Do, do we have enough James time or are we Cameron. done? Oh, I just have one quick one. Can I say, say it? That. Um, oh, yes. I really hope it's who we talked about earlier. Is it? it uh, this one comes from um, Courtney Cox, another C name. <gasps> okay. Wait, who who are, who, who's the person you thought I was talking about? Wait, who else did I say I had? I w- thought you were going to say something about Kesha. Oh, well, I only just read one thing about Kesha, and it's that she had sex with a ghost and was quoted saying, I was into it, <laughs> which I, I, um, I love. <laughs> I think there's, I almost think that like uh, Dan Aykroyd might have had sex with a ghost too. I think there's a lot, I kind of skimmed over those I had sex with a ghost stories because I just didn't know what to make of them. <laughs> I was like, do you have ghost babies then? Like, could you then have like a fake, preg- like a false pregnancy? And there, uh, do you? Then say, please go into more detail about that. Like, was there foreplay? Yeah. Like, how, how was that? Yeah, I don't know. We should get Kesha on the, the podcast. All right, though. Kesha. She's very Hear into that? all that. Skeleton 2.0. Um, and Demi Lovato is another one, too. I don't know if you know who she is. She's a singer. Actually, she like overdosed pretty uh, famously. And I was trying hard to find like a near death experience on her, like what happened because oh. she like got brought back to life with Narcan, but nothing on that. I did find something on Jane Seymour having uh, the Dr. Quinn medicine woman. Oh, yeah. Was ironically given medicine. That she was allergic to and then had an anaphylactic <gasps> reaction and almost died. And she was launched out of her body and saw herself from above um, on the on the 
on the bed. And in that moment, she had the realization, oh my God, wait a minute, I'm dead. I'm dying. And she's like, I don't want to die. Please, if there's a God, I swear, like I will honor you. Let me stay with my kids. And then she doesn't remember going back into her body, but they like gave her the epinephrine and something else and got her back into her body. And that's all she remembers. And she's like, that's a great story. Yeah. I do, I do like the irony of it too that she plays a doctor and it's medicine. Yeah. That killed her. <laughs> okay, so my last story that I wanted to tell um, comes from Courtney Cox, and she apparently is in this show called Shining Veil. I have not seen that either, but it's a ghost story oh, I movie. Either. So when promoting that, she said that she lived in a house in Laurel Canyon and she does not believe in ghosts. She doesn't believe in the paranormal or anything. But then she had Carol King, who is another celebrity. Oh, yeah. A six, she's a 60s actress. Okay. Right, that one. I, yeah, I'm not clear on I, I know the name again. I don't really know who she is. And then um, so the house was previously owned by Carol King and Gypsy Rose Lee, who is like a famous burlesque dancer back in the day. Oh, nice. Um, and so Carol King came over to her house one day and was like, oh, so you know that this house is haunted, right? And Courtney was like, what? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think there is any haunting, but she did remember that she had a couple friends who said that they felt like there was an encounter with a woman who was sitting on the edge of the bed. So, but she'd never experienced anything like that. Carol King said it was the result of a divorce that went really ugly, but I it didn't sound like it was a murder, and I haven't found anything else like there because apparently in California they have to divulge. There's that if the, if that murder has occurred in the house, mm-hmm. you need to know that you, that you have to be told that when you're buying the property, it's stigmatized, okay. quote unquote. So anyway, apparently her and Carol King did a seance in the house to try to contact the ghost. <laughs> um, I don't. Did they record that because that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I have no idea, and. Uh, she said that she did the seance and that she still didn't really believe in the supernatural or anything. It didn't really convince her. They just did it and nothing yeah. happened. So after the seance, still not a believer, didn't think anything was in the house until one day the doorbell rang and it was a UPS guy. And he says to me, do you know that this house is haunted? And she says, uh, yeah, why? Why, why, do, why do you think that, though? Like, I'm told this, but why do you think that? And he says, well, because there's someone standing behind you. <laughs> no! And that is not how I want to be told my house is haunted. No. And she's like, at that moment, I was done. I was like, sell. She's like, it changed everything for me. I could not be there anymore. It was so creepy. It creeped me out. And oh, I couldn't sleep definitely. there alone after that. And she sold the house after that. She's like, nope, gone, gone, gone. <laughs> um, so Is it just lurking after her, like following her around the house? Oh, hell That no. would do it. I wonder if the UPS man was in the market for that house. I'm sorry. UPS men, no offense, cannot afford a Courtney Cox Carol King home, right? If you're looking for a house in this crazy real estate market, that might be a strategy. Dress up in a disguise. You got to disguise the UPS worker disguise. Go like Amazon Prime. Knock on the door. Here's your packet. Hey. Did you know this and then they're like, oh, 
And then it miraculously goes on the market for a steal. Yes. Ooh, good idea. Yes. I like Scoop it. Scoop it up. Oh, man. Shit. All right. Tips, tips here at Skeletales. All right. Skeletips for you. There you go. Skeletips. Oh, we've got a, we've got a new one. I like it. Okay. Uh, speaking of Skeletips. <laughs> Sounds really dirty. <laughs> it's because your mind is in the gutter, Brett. Always. It's because we were talking oh, about. I'm thinking of penis tips and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, man. And we were talking about Jermaine just a second ago. I, you're ta- I'm a you're thinking of bothered. penis tips. I was thinking, I was thought you meant. <laughs> I thought was just the tip. <laughs> I was going with the more childish route of like skeletits. I thought that was maybe where your <laughs> brain also, was going, but then I realized also. you're just thinking about those tips. Anyway, what are what oh are my God, I'm sweating over here? Okay. If you have some good tips, tits stories that you would like to send in to Skeletales, oh you can write into our email. That is skeletalespodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you know any celebrities or you are a celebrity and you have a ghost story, send them our way or give us a call on the hotline. 302-689-DEAD, 302-689-3323. If you've had a celebrity encounter, haunted or not, call in. We want to hear that shit for sure. Don't you? Sure. Yeah. I had a celebrity. I mean, especially if it was creepy. Oh, you have a celebrity encounter? I mean, a creepy celebrity. I'll call on in and I'll tell you about my celebrity (laughs) encounter. I think I've already told. I've had a few, but whatever. Brag. Hot brag. Not impressed. I just, yeah. Sorry. We are on all of the socials. We are on, I'm not even going to tell them all, but just search Skeletal's podcast. We are on there. You can message us over there too. Um, Head over to our link tree on Instagram and you can go to our merch shop and our website and all Skeletal's fun things. Am I missing anything? I I don't think, oh no, one more thing. One more thing, Brett. That's the one thing you're missing. Mm -hmm. Haunt you later. Haunt y'all later. Good night. Good night.